This is the Tyler Morgan Show on Relentless Daring Media Network. Welcome back to Land of Bourbon and Bad Decisions. This is the Tyler Morgan Show live on twitch.tv slash Tyler Morgan Show. Or maybe you're checking this out on YouTube. If it will stop having weird issues that prevents me from transferring the live stream over to over to YouTube the last couple weeks. It's been like breaking off mid-show and either leaving a giant gap when it starts recording again or just nothing Nothing after it cuts off. So it's kind of hard to put the show on YouTube, youtube.com slash at the Tyler Morgan show. I don't know why the at or the the are there, but that's YouTube's thing. Or go to rumble, rumble.com and search for the Tyler Morgan show or relentless daring. Either way, you will find me there and on social media. If you want to tweet me, you can always find me on the Twitters at fake Tyler Morgan and use the hashtag Stay relentless or relentless bastard. Yes, you can be a relentless bastard and join the show. Be a part of the show. It's awesome. I love you all who engage on social media, whether good or ill. And there's a lot of ill on the social medias lately. And let me tell you, it has been nuts. And one person is really proving that lately is um, Roger Stone. Yes, yes, we know who Roger Stone is, the Trump sycophant. The slobber of Cheeto knobbers. Extraordinaire. Roger Stone. And uh, the dirty trickster. The guy who has a giant tattoo of Richard Nixon on his back. I mean, I'm not going to, you know, say anything about someone having tattoos. I've got plenty of them myself. But I don't have tricky dick on my back. I suppose it's better than having Lindsey Graham on your back, but I digress. But anyways, um, yeah, Roger Stone, who has never been shy about being an asshole, has been on the Twitters and doing what he does best and stirring up controversy and then trying to act like he is a victim. Oh, my God. Oh. So here are the last few weeks. The, uh, you know, Ron DeSantis, his wife, and his kids have been on the road in Iowa visiting all 99 counties, which, you know, the first in the nation, you know, caucuses for all of that, which will officially kick off uh, election season in 2024. So, yeah, DeSantis is doing what DeSantis does best as a politician. He's going out, he's meeting people. <clears throat> Pardon me, I, my sinus is full of snot and stuff. Yeah, you messed with my voice, man. So I apologize for any weird noises that may come out of this uh, wonderfully, wonderfully tuned throat at any point during the show. I apologize. I'm so, so sorry. May God have mercy on your ears. So, anywho's. One of these pictures that 
shown up that he's gotten a whole bunch of people's panties in a bunch is Casey DeSantis with Ron at a meet and greet at a local American Legion post. Anyone who's familiar with these establishments knows there's usually a lounge, a.k.a. bar, and then they usually have a separate area where, you know, maybe drinks are or not served. I don't know, but it, it looks like they're in the, uh, like the meeting hall or where, where people can rent out the space. Maybe not the actual meeting hall itself, but you know, that space where people rent out for, you know, a wedding reception or a party, a family reunion, whatever. And she's there. She's got her. She got one kid on her hip, one kid hanging on her leg. It looks like another kid is sitting in someone's lap. It doesn't look like there's anyone who's a, a particularly, um, you know, compromising situation as far as uh, serving alcohol. I mean, you could see the bar in the background and some t- some of the liquor bottles on the shelf, but it there's no doesn't look like there's anyone there drinking. And people are like, oh, my God, they took our kids to a bar. Uh, ma'am, I grew up in the VFW. I got to hang out with many, many, many great veterans. Hear stories. Get, uh, get an interesting perspective on life. And I'm not worse for the wear because of it. There's plenty of times as a kid, the bartender hands me a $10 bill, sends me next door to the Casey's. Excuse me. Hey, Tyler, go go get all the day-old donuts you can get and bring back for free snacks in the bar. Okay, cool. Go next door. Get the donuts. Come back. They, you know, Shirley Temple's cherry Cokes made with grenadine as, as opposed to cherry syrup. Absolutely. Chef's kiss. Delicious. You know, playing pool with my cousins and other friends that, that were there pinball. Oh my gosh. We, we, as kids probably made all the money in the world, pinball machine, but people freaking out that, Oh my God, she's, she's bringing her kids. That's awful. Well, that guy, uh, Mike crispy, old crispy Mike. He's a, uh, failed GOP politician out of New Jersey by failed. I mean, he ran for Congress and he lost. But apparently being, you know, New York-centric, that makes him a big deal. And especially when it comes to, again, you know, puffing the cheesy Peter. But, you know, Casey DeSantis campaigning. I have a six five three year old 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 Do you know that I have a six, five, and a three-year-old? To which... To which was replied by Mr. Roger Stone. C, S E E, U, the letter U, next, the N is capitalized, Tuesday, the T is capitalized. Hmm. C U N T. Ah, yes. I'm not going to say that word. We all know what that word is. It rhymes with punt. And he comes out and says, oh my. He says it. 
Of course, he doesn't have the balls to actually say the word because apparently that kind of rampant misogynism, that rampant misogyny is below Roger Stone, which weird. I wouldn't think anything would be below Roger Stone, except I don't Well, I, I would say maybe killing a political opponent, but I wouldn't put that past him either. Like I said, he's the dirty trickster for a reason, but he can't come out and call a woman a... Yeah. Probably because he's a coward, and even he knows there are certain things he can't get away with. But it's great. This is a mediaite piece. All right, so Roger Stone, longtime advisor to President Donald Trump, backing him in his quest to reclaim the White House in 2024... Uh, called the wife of Florida governor and Republican presidential candidate Ron DeSantis a C-word on the Twitters Wednesday night. Stone was responding to a post from failed GOP congressional candidate Mike Crispy objecting to Casey DeSantis' invocation of her children on the campaign trail. Uh, Casey, uh, which I, you know, I read that tweet verbatim. That, that was the verbatim tweet, what I, what I read that Mike Crispy had said on the Twitters. <clears throat> so, yeah, the see you next Tuesday replied Stone using the common slang for the derogatory misogynistic word. Again, that word would be... <laughs> yeah, I got... That's someone here smacking a beeper. I like it. Ron and Casey DeSantis, the latter of whom survived a bout with breast cancer in 2021 and 2022 have two daughters and a son together. She is known to not only be a close confidant, but valued political advisor to her husband. The day before DeSantis cruised to a historic re-election victory in 2022, amid speculation that DeSantis would eventually announce a presidential campaign, Trump boasted that he, quote, knew more about him than anybody other than perhaps his wife, who is really running his campaign. Marvelous, marvelous, tremendous, tremendous. Yeah, if, if, if anyone's going to be like, Dude, you're doing a horrible Donald Trump. You suck. I know I do a horrible Donald Trump. If I was trying to do a good Donald Trump, then maybe I would actually give a crap when I'm doing an impersonation of Donald Trump. Uh, Wednesday's profane outburst did not mark the first time Stone has taken aim at DeSantis' wife. In May, Politico's Michael Cruz quoted Stone in a long, unflattering profile of Florida's first lady, Pant, panned by DeSantis allies is a hit piece. Have you ever noticed how much Ron DeSantis' wife Casey is like Lady Macbeth, asked Stone at the time, who was quoted alongside three Democrats in the Politico piece. And then, um, then you have Katie Baker, Katie Baker of the Daily Beast, who doesn't have a nice thing to say about any Republican person at all. If she knew me, she would say horrible, horrible things about me. Yeah, maybe they're true. Maybe they're not. I don't know, but she wouldn't have anything nice to say. She referred to her as Walmart Melania. And also insisted that Ron and Casey will never be the Trumps. Well, good. I wouldn't want to be the Trumps. Can you imagine being divorced like four times? Credibly accused of Rape and sexual assault sued 
a hundred business failures, but I mean, at least he's trying something. If the business failed, he at least attempted it. I, I will give Trump that. But no, I, I wouldn't want to be the Trumps. Knowing that your career could be ended because you cheated on your wife with a who has a newborn child at home with a porn star and then paid off the porn star for her silence through your attorney in a way that was not above board, which I don't know. That seems like it's not a great idea to me. You know? But Roger Stone, he got on Twitter after this mediaite piece came out, bemoaning the fact that, oh my gosh, I did not call Casey DeSantis a I didn't. I didn't do it. It's like, Roger, we get it. You're just, you are the paragon of political virtue. You would never, ever, ever under no circumstances do or say anything awful about anybody to achieve any goal. So we know we have this thing called click on your profile and then scroll down. And then you can take that phrase that see you next Tuesday. It's printed as one word. And you can put it into Google or Urban Dictionary for, and press enter and see what that means. If you think people are going to see See You Next Tuesday on Twitter and not think that you just called her a then you are probably a bigger idiot than anyone on the Twitters right now. Because that little, that little, oh, I'll get around, uh, I'll get around calling people bad names. I'll do this. It's clever. Ho, ho, ho. You think you're going to do that and people not going to see what you're doing? I mean, come on. I'm not some fancy schmancy political operative. I'm just a dude with a microphone sipping on moonshine. And I can figure out what the hell you're doing. Saying. Which, if anyone's asking, that is wild plum brandy, and it is delicious. A little spicy because it is only, like, I don't know, 110, 115 proof. I don't know. Something like that. But to think that you're going to come out and play the victim because you get called on your bullcrap. Come on, Roger. We're all adults here. We're not dumb. Here, here's where I, I would like to give some advice to the dirty trickster himself. Roger, what I want you to do is once you reach down the front of your pants, feel around. You, you, you might find a pair of balls in there. If you do find a pair of balls, give them a good squeeze. Make sure they're firmly attached. And then once you have done that, man the F up. You said something stupid on the interwebs and you got called on it. 
Don't deny it. Don't play the victim. Don't be, oh, you misinterpreted what I said. Oh, I will clutch my pearls. Oh, got the vapors. No. You own it. When me, when the media hit piece comes out, well, it's not really a hit piece. It's more reporting. But when media reports on what you said, what people can go back on your Twitter profile and view, or even because some people are smart, they know that dumb things will get deleted, so they take screenshots. You know these things exist. That will prove that all of your, you know, protesting and all of that is just completely, completely self-serving and out of line. Own it. Don't deny it. Own it. Just come out and say you're damn right I did. Why 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 play the victim? Why act why act like the this horrible, horrible thing that you said is just a misinterpretation. It's not like you're you couched it in a reply to you know Crispy saying saying you're darn right. Hey, I will see you next Tuesday. Like you're planning on meeting him, where it's all separate words. I will see you next Tuesday. Yep, blah 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 blah. You didn't try. You didn't try hiding it. You didn't try working it in a clever way that there's some uh, that there is uh, some plausible deniability. No, you didn't do that. Just see you next Tuesday. One word with four capital. Four capitalized letters, and obviously the word C versus a word beginning with the the capital C. That way, you oh, see, I they can't tell what I'm doing. I'm smarter than that. Oh boy, Roger, you're not smarter than that. You're you're not this clever guy who can do these things without getting caught. Sure. You may have Donald Trump wrapped around your wee little finger because, well, whatever reasons. Because you're better at deflecting than his dumbass attorney who couldn't even figure out how to run a scam on taxi, taxi tokens or whatever the hell his thing was. You can't figure... Yeah, no one's going to think that you're this virtuous, awesome guy because you're really not. You're just a turd. A turd who has gotten himself very, very involved in the current golden calf of politics. And this whole idea that you can play the victim and walk away from something that you know you did and you think that you shouldn't face consequences for it, sir, this is the reason why cancel culture happens. And this it's one of the good things. It does hold people to account for stupid crap that they say and just demonstrate they're absolute horrible human beings, which I do believe you are. 
Sure, you're never going to listen to this episode. You're never going to listen to a damn word I have to say, Roger. But I don't have a problem telling you this via you know, video or on the twatters because these are things I would say to your face. You're absolutely, absolutely just reprehensible as a human being. You're proud of the nickname, the Dirty Trickster. But when you do something stupid and childish, you immediately call the people calling you out the bad guys because they took your obvious bullcrap They brought it to light to an audience who really doesn't care about what you have to say about anything. And suddenly you're catching heat for it. So you're not a victim of mediaite, Roger. You're a victim of your own freaking hubris. (sighs) This is where we're at. This is where we're at in politics. With, With everything, really. You act the fool... And all of a sudden, you're you're the victim when people call you out on acting the fool. Ladies and gentlemen, if I can give you one piece of advice, don't be like Roger. If you want to engage in the Roger Stone-isms and the, the dirty tricks and the talking smack and being an, just a general asshole, please, Okay, that's your choice. Just don't be stupid. If you say something that is reprehensible, own it. Don't play the victim when somebody comes at you. Well, look what you said here. I never said that. Yeah, the screenshots, videos on YouTube, videos on the TikToks, they, they, they can come back to Bite you in the butt. I'm trying to figure out all the mess I've got going on here because, yeah. Messy, messy. Uh, One of the things, though, is this reason it's so messy is uh, my ability to focus could use some tuning up. I'm a guy, I love my coffee. One of the problems with coffee is it's finding that fine balance between getting enough caffeine to focus and just trying to keep that level as long as possible and just end up all with the shakes and all that because you've overdone it, you've overcaffeinated, and you're peeing every five minutes and all the stuff that goes with drinking too much coffee. But like I said, you got to find that focus. And for me to find that focus that really gets me where I need to be, I use, oh my gosh, I I forgot to do something here. (laughs) For that focus, I like to go with Magic Mind. Magic Mind is, it's beyond an energy drink. It is a productivity drink. It is a drink that really helps kind of dial in 
where you want to be when it comes to doing creative stuff, when it comes to doing intricate things, like when it is God knows how late and I'm trying to get all my podcast stuff put together and get uploaded, do all the editing and magic mind is great. It is does an awesome job for me kind of helping to dial in. It's a first of its kind productivity shot. Uh, It's designed for lasting energy without the crash. It was created by a California entrepreneur named James Bashara. Um, Basically he, he pretty much overdosed on caffeine and that put him in the ER with some heart issues. And while going through his treatment, his doctor was asking, well, have you tried green tea? Oh, you know, I guess. I, I don't know. But anyways, he started working on this energy shot that would really kind of take him off of needing all the caffeine. <clears throat> Pardon me. So uh, Magic Mind is a blend of natural ingredients and... It's sugar-free, nut-free, vegan, paleo, keto-friendly. So I know a lot of like these uh, energy shots, the ones that promise, you know, five hours of energy, uh, the the big monstrous cans with all the claw marks and stuff on. A lot of them are really loaded up with a ton of sugar. And even the sugar-free variants, it has a ridiculous amount of caffeine for a... 12 to 16 ounce can or you get the giant huge cans that hold like a quart yeah that's a that's a lot you really don't need to be drinking that much but that's where things like magic mind comes in because it's made with matcha green tea matcha green tea is well tea in general it is a slow burn caffeine it it releases slowly into your blood system as opposed to caffeine or all those energy drinks. It's just a caffeine dump where because it basically absorbs straight into the bloodstream through the stomach. But check them out. I said, this really helps me with trying to focus, which you can tell that I'm kind of scatterbrained right now, trying to do this live read that I came and focus on my own life because I didn't take the magic mind. Should have done this about 30 minutes ago before I started. Eh. Anyways, uh, it's got great ingredients. Like I said, it's got the matcha tea, um, uh, lion's mane mushrooms and cordyceps mushrooms that they get uh, adaptogens, which if you're like me, you've got arthritis. You know, it's inflammation that really aches at you all the time. It helps with that. It also has turmeric. Turmeric is also great for for inflammation. So you know, not only are you getting that slow burn, that slow burn caffeine, you're also getting, uh, as I said, the adaptogens that help with bodily inflammation. Uh, you're also getting a nootropics, nootropics, which again works with the the caffeine, that low dose of caffeine from the matcha, into a. Uh, helping bring you into focus. And once you kind of get in that focus area, it's easier to create. And you know, some some of the folks who have been using this for a while, you know, Joe Rogan is one of them. 
I mean, if Joe Rogan's using it, I mean, well, Joe Rogan also smokes the reefer, but, you know, I, I'm not in on that. Anyways, I, I was skeptical of these claims when I first got Magic Mind. They first reached out to say, hey, we want to sponsor some episodes of the show. I was like, well, okay. So they sent, they sent me a trial, and it, it honestly, it lives up to everything they say. I mean, when I u- use it, I'm able to focus. I'm able to just kind of ride an energy wave for a longer period instead of just going a little bit and crashing. It's great. And I'm all those guys, the coffee, the beard oils, I don't sell, I don't advertise anything I don't use. So if I'm telling you about it, I obviously use it. And I would love for you to go out and try it. So go to magicmind.com slash Tyler Morgan and check it out and use the promo code Tyler Morgan 20. If you go there, use that code. The, the Tyler Morgan 20, it will save you 20% off of any purchase. Now, if you sign up for a subscription, let's say you, you want the 30 bottles every 30 days. Okay, use the Tyler Morgan 20. You can save up to 56% off your subscription. And I know in today's economy, stuff like this, the... It, it is pricey. So the saving up to 56% off and you get it, you don't like it. They have a no questions asked money back guarantee. They will refund it because they know that your time is valuable. They know your money is important to you. And so they honor everything about what they have to say. Try it. You don't like it. Get your money back. But please, please go check them out. Magicmind.com slash Tyler Morgan Show. Promo code Tyler Morgan 20 save up to 20% on just one-time orders up to 56% on your one month subscriptions. All right. So again, thank you to magic mind for sponsoring this episode. Anyways, um, have to go back and look some other stuff here before we get out of here. I have some other stuff. I it is post-Thanksgiving. I do have some post-Thanksgiving stuff I'd like to say. So, here in uh, here in Texas. I say here in Texas. I'm living in Missouri. There ain't no Texas around here. There's Texas County down southeast of me, but not the state. So, anyways, Texas is pass, working on passing a immigration enforcement bill, which they should. They're a border state. The federal government isn't doing crap about immigration enforcement, so why not them? But anyways, the Mexican government, yeah, yes, the ever-wonderful and effective Mexican government. Mexican government officials released a statement on Thursday condemning a Texas immigration enforcement bill that would allow the state and local police to detain and deport illegal immigrants. Senate Bill 4, Legislation proposed by Republican Representative David Spiller would make it a state class B misdemeanor for individuals to enter Texas from Mexico illegally. Personally, I see nothing wrong with that. The bill, if signed into law by Governor Greg Abbott, would enable Texas law enforcement to arrest illegal immigrants. 
A state judge would then order those individuals to leave Texas and return to Mexico to avoid prosecution. Oh my God, it makes sense. A court order saying GTFO or be prosecuted for the, for the misdemeanor. Why does this make sense? Hold on, this is making too much. Normal, normally it's the things that don't make sense that leave me a drink, but cheers to a, a proposal that seems like it does in fact make sense. Ooh. <laughs> that stuff is stout. Uh, the bill passed both chambers. Oh, wait, you do do. The offense could be enhanced to a felony charge if an illegal immigrant is accused of committing another crime or refuses to return to Mexico. I'm I'm just so proud. I'm just so happy. It's almost bringing me to tears. It's just, oh my gosh. Common sense. We talk about common sense gun reform, common sense immigration reform all the time. This is it. Except the people saying common sense reforms for all the immigration and the guns. They don't believe in real common sense. It's like this their common sense in immigration reform is open up the borders. You want to come to America? All yelly oxen free. Come on, let's do it. Let's do it. Come on. Get everyone in here. Their common sense gun control is just take all the guns. Because if no one has guns, it's common sense. You can't shoot people. So the bill has passed both chambers, and Abbott indicated Wednesday that he does plan to sign the bill into law, calling it Historic Progress for Border Security. Uh, Mexican officials released a statement the same day, saying the country categorically rejects the legislation. Uh, Boo-hoo. In relation to Senate bill passed by Texas legislature, the foreign ministry on behalf of the government of Mexico expresses its rejection of these anti-immigrant measures. All right. Mexico, what was it that Vicente Fox said when asked about someone going to Mexico and working without the permissions? We send back we send back them? Why is what's good for the your goose not good for our gander? Do, do, do. To stop the flow of migrants by criminalizing them. Um, here's the thing. We have federal laws that already say what an illegal alien is. If you are bypassing the proper ways to come into the country, you are an alien, you are a foreigner, you are a traveler. That's what alien means. And like I said, you bypass the laws, you circumvented the laws, what what what's that called when you go outside of the law, outside of legal means? Illegal. 
This isn't a silly play on words. You are an illegal alien. You're not undocumented. You're not an undocumented person. You're not an undocumented migrant. True. No, 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 because you are documented somewhere. Are you documented through our Border Patrol? No, no, no. But you're documented somewhere. You're not just a person. You know, even the Amish have a freaking birth certificate. I'm just saying. Even the Amish are documented at least at some point. They can establish citizenship in the United States. They can establish their citizenship somewhere because they have documents. And all these undocumented migrants, they are documented in their home countries. It's not their... The whole idea that you can just change the phrase... Oh, that's a commie thing. You change the wording, you can change how you think about things. Oh, boy, doesn't that smell like George Orwell, 1984, and Newspeak. The government of Mexico recognized the sovereign right of a country to determine the public policies that are implemented in its territory. Nevertheless... It respectfully expresses its own legitimate right to protect the rights of its nationals in the United States. Okay, Mexico, if your nationals are in the United States and they broke our laws to get here, you can take any interest in protecting them so that they may stay in the United States and not be sucking off your government teat. Take all of that. Take all of your little concerns about your Mexican nationals here and shove them up your backside. Do you care about just your nationals? What about Brazilian nationals who get caught at the border? Get And under this law, they have to go back to Brazil. Are you going to be concerned about them? How about the Pakistanis coming in through Canada? Hmm? You don't worry about them. Are you going to worry about the nationals from all the countries of the world who sneak into the United States through your borders? I mean, you don't seem to have a problem enforcing your own damn laws when it comes to immigration. You don't. So why do you give a flying fig if we enforce our, our immigration laws, if a state is going to enforce them because the federal government won't? Is it because you don't you found a great place to kick out your your tired and your poor and you know we yeah we wanted them a hundred years ago because we said hey you can come here and you can make a life for yourself and we still say that the problem is if you don't have control over who's coming in how I honestly don't give a crap about how many from where but. If you, can't, if you say, everyone come in, make a life for yourself, you're going to kind of dilute the process. We kind of have a vested interest in you know, making sure we just go from a melting pot where everyone kind of assimilates into this American culture and not end up with just enclaves of a balkanized country where you have a where you have little Mexico over here, you got little Italy over here, 
New China over there, New Japan up there, Indigenous America in the middle, where everyone just, again, just broke up in their own little groups. We, we used to all, people you came here say, they, they're like, I'm not Irish anymore, I'm American, I'm here. I'm not, I'm not Sicilian anymore, I'm here. I'm not Italian anymore, I'm here. I'm not Genoese, I'm not German I'm not Mexican. I'm not Ecuadorian. I'm an American. That used to be a thing. But considering a survey recently came out that said only one-third of Americans still believe in the American dream, there's a reason why. It's because people in our government, people in media, people at corporations, they want us to just completely, totally forget about what that is, what it means to really come here and go, okay, these things, these self-evident things, all men are created equal, entitled to right, endowed the unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, not the right to an equal outcome, nay, nay. We are endowed with the inalienable right to pursue happiness, not have it, not have it given to you on a silver platter. Uh. Absolutely nuts that Mexico wants to get butt hurt over an American state pursuing its sovereign right to enforce its border with Mexico. All right, last thing before we get into uh, talking some post-Thanksgiving stuff. So um, it's been, what, six weeks now, 10-7. That's when uh, Israel had its horrible, horrible, no good, very bad terrorist attack from Hamas, which if you scaled Everything from 10-7 up to an American-sized population, it would make our 9-11 um, look like just a just a bad day at the office. The, the amount of death and all of that that happened. Well, some, some uh, watchdog groups got to noticing um, there's a... Quite a few reporters who seem to be on the ground embedded with Hamas. Weird. And then, so uh, Reuters, they are currently being pressed. What do you mean I've reached my limit of free articles? All right, so, so anyways, um, Reuters being pressed by lawmakers in D.C. about, um, hey, what did your guys know and when did they know it and why didn't they do anything to try to stop it? Now, I get it. I get it. You're, you're a reporter. You know? You're there to observe. Oh, look, that guy just shot someone in the face with an RPG. I don't know, write it down. Send it. Oh, here's a picture of it. 
oh, there's rumblings. There's going to be uh, paragliders flying over the border and landing at this uh, music festival and killing everybody. Maybe I should let someone know. Um, ah, I was, I'll just wait there at the fence for them to start knocking it down, and I'll take pictures. It's a brilliant idea. Wait, how do you know the fence is getting knocked down? Who told you that? I'm a journalist. I don't have to give up my sources. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous, right? Now, on the letter, 13 lawmakers, this is a bipartisan group, mind you, not just Republicans, but actual, you know, at least one Democrat is involved. In a letter, 13 lawmakers pressed Reuters president Paul Pascobert about allegations of Reuters journalists who appeared in bed with the terrorists knew about the planned attack, but, quote, said nothing. They said that Hamas attack was well-documented on that day, including by journalists associated with Reuters News. Quote, we write today to raise concerns about the implications of this content, particularly whether there was any prior knowledge of the attack by Reuters journalists and any connection to Hamas by your company. End quote. Said the letter, which was spearheaded by Representative Mike Lawler, New York Republican. Uh, Reuters spokesperson told Washington Times that the outlet categorically denies that it had prior knowledge of the attack or, or that we embedded journalists with or otherwise accompanied Hamas on October 7th. Uh, the organization did not have a prior relationship with the journalists, the spokesperson said. The spokesperson said. That's a lot of asses. Adding that Reuters found no evidence to support the claim that the freelancers coordinated with Hamas. Uh huh. The letter posed a series of questions about how journalists knew to be awake during the early morning assault and whether they had contact with Hamas before or during the raid. I would imagine they probably did. Remember that one time Reuters got all butt hurt that their building got blown up by Israel? And then it turns out the reason their building got blown up by Israel is because they shared it with Hamas? Oh my God! It's so crazy! But no, no, no. We don't have any relationship with that organization. Our freelancers, well, they're freelancers. If they know that Bob down the street is is a freedom fighter with Hamas going after those damned oppressive Jews, then that's on that's on Bob. That's on everyone else. It's not on us. I mean, they're freelancers. I, that's why they're freelancers. Ah. It's it's nutty to say the say the very least. Uh, so, anyways, um, the, the media watchdog group, uh, honest reporting, also questioned why several freelance photojournalists working for CNN, the New York Times, Reuters, the AP, and other media outlets were on the ground for the attack so early, and whether the news organizations had greenlit their presence at the scene of the brutal attack that killed 1,400 people in Israel. Honest reporting highlighted photojournalist Hassan S. Eslaia, that's a mouthful, who had his work published by the AP and CNN. The report included a photo of Mr. Eslaia being kissed on the cheek by Hamas leader Yahya Sinwar. Both outlets cut ties with Mr. Eslaia. Though the journalists were unnamed in the letter, 
Reuters published photos from the October 7th attack from the two photographers, Muhammad Fayuk Abu Mustafa and Yasser Kudi, who honest reporting said, quote, also happened to be at the border just in time for the Hamas infiltration. End quote. Honest reporting later clarified that did not accuse Reuters of the collusion, but had rightly raised some questions about ethical issues regarding news outlets association with these freelancers. And yeah, the, the fact that there were so many pictures being taken at the border crossings where the fence is getting bulldozed. Um, okay. How did they know to be there ahead of time, whether on the Hamas side of the fence or the Israel side of the fence? And these are things worth questioning because at some point you have to ask, did they give, give up saving lives for a story? Were they, were they promised better access if they just let it happen? I don't know. These are things that we probably will never know. But it is what it is. And it just goes to show that our media and our reporting industry is just gone the way of Roger Stone. Just absolute crap. All right, so before I... In the show, again, it is the Saturday after Thanksgiving. I'm not sure what color Saturday it is. It's neither black nor is it cyber or is it red or any of that. All I know is it's Saturday after Thanksgiving, and I've got a lot to be thankful for. I've got a lovely wife. I've got a house full of kids. Well, they're slowly, slowly dispersing off to college and to live their own lives. Got amazing pets. I've got amazing friends. I have an amazing job. I have an amazing... Some would call this an amazing hobby that I get to do. That I get to come out and just say what I want to say about politics. I'm I'm not held to any standard as far as I I can't say that our advertisers wouldn't like it. I mean, my advertisers they listen to my show. They know what I say. Like I said, I didn't. Like I said this this episode is sponsored by Magic Mind. MagicMind.com/slash/TownBorgan promo code. Title Market 20. And they approached me because someone there listens and they 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 like the way I present content. They may not they might not agree with how I present. Ow! My shelf got me. That just shows you how small of a work area I have right here. Um, they might not like what I have to say, but they like how I say it, they like how I present it, and that means the world to me that. They're willing to take a risk on someone who is a relative unknown. Some someone who's oh, he's conservative from the middle of Missouri. Look at him; he looks like a mountain man. That big old bushy beard. I mean, th- that is amazing to me. I'm very thankful that Magic Mind reached out to me. It is they are they've been great to work with, e- even if it's only a three show deal. Um, as we agreed, they put faith in me and I'm putting faith in them that, you know, they reached out to me. They, they sent me the trials. It is all this stuff. And I'm very, very thankful for 
that relationship, even if in two weeks when I do that episode, it is uh, the last one that we I they work with me on. That's that's fine. Now, we we made we were perfectly clear in all of our dealings that it was you know, three episodes. We'll see how it goes. It depends on uh, user res- or listener response. I hope you're all checking it out. MagicMind.com slash Tyler Morgan promo code Tyler Morgan twenty. Um, but it's just been an awesome year. It really has. Um, just a little uh, programming notes. This upcoming Tuesday, I will be getting this shoulder put back together. And everything on my workstation here for the podcast is right-hand centric. So next win or next Saturday, there might be a show. There might not. But if there is, it will be really fun. You'll, you'll see me reaching across my left hand to hit stuff. No, on you the, look like- hit stuff on the board. No, you look yeah. like an idiot. Yeah, it's just reaching across, trying to do everything. Probably hitting the wrong, hitting the wrong uh, touch pads on the soundboard for my little sounders and music and stuff. So, if I am here next Wednesday, I keep saying next Wednesday, next Saturday. Please bear with me. Uh, probably going to be a little discomfort, a little pain from the surgery, but I said, I will let you know on the social medias. So again, follow me on Twitter at fake Tyler Morgan. Uh, follow me on Facebook. Just look for the Tyler Morgan show on Facebook and, you know, I will keep updated there with how that goes again, especially to the listeners. I could not be more thankful for you. Uh, if if you would like to help with the show in any way, please, please sponsor. I'm asking nicely. If you want to sponsor, please. Uh, you can go patreon.com slash Tyler Morgan Show. Sign up there. Five bucks a month gets you your entry-level uh, Patreon membership. You know, ad-free episodes. This one will not be ad-free because it was a live read in the middle of the show. But you, but there won't be the, uh, and and even then it won't because it's a paid advertisement outside of Acast. I will not have it monetized on Acast. But I digress. Anyways, if you want to support the show, Patreon.com/slash Tyler Morgan Show. Sign up, become a patron. Early access to special episodes if I get get an interview or something like that. Um. You know, ad-free listening on regular episodes that do not have paid sponsorships already. But I digress. You also go to uh, relentlessdaring.com slash shop by merch. I'm still trying to work on the Relentless Bastard shirts. I know. I know. Hogasm, you really want one. I'm working on it. Just I've had a lot going with getting ready for this shoulder surgery. Darn it. It happens. Again, thank you so much for listening. And as always, to my grateful, grateful audience, I am so, so happy to have you. Stay relentless. The Tyler Morgan Show is a Relentless Daring Media production. 
The Tyler Morgan Show is supported by its listeners. To support the show, go to ko-fi.com slash Show to donate there or RelentlessDaring.com and hit the donate button at the top of the page to set up your donation. All music used in the Tyler Morgan Show is used with permission from PurplePlanet.com. Link in the show notes. 2 Timothy 1.7 